Hey everyone, Matt here from the BMV podcast, Success Stories Unveiled. We do have a success story happening in the background with our renovation going on. They're cutting up some floor for some plumbing in case you hear any background noise. But the real success story is Penny. Penny, thanks so much for coming today. I appreciate your time. You're one of the, the coolest success stories in that I think this might be a short interview because every time I talk to you, you just say, I just did what you said and then it worked. Well, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> so I know I have to ask how old you are, Penny. 55. 55. Almost Great. 56. Yeah, okay. When's your birthday? October. Awesome. And do you remember that roughly the date that you joined Evolve Fitness? It was January of last year, 2020, and it was one of the fitness challenges. Great. And so January of 2020, then you were 54 at the time. Mm-hmm. And tell me about um, Penny's childhood. Like, do you remember growing up? Was that like a healthy time? Was that an unhealthy time? I was a very active person. I had a small rowboat. I rode everywhere. I had a bicycle. I biked everywhere. Softball. I was a very, very active person. Winter, spring, summer. Didn't matter. And where did you grow up? Just outside of Halifax. So it was a a great um, outdoor living kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, man, that's super cool. Rowboat. Rowboat. Love it. And your success story with that, and I like, I like to start with that, is so from January 2020 to um, all the way through your journey, which is now we're August of 2021, um, you've had how many pounds of weight loss? Uh, I did have a total of 75. Yeah. I can't say that I have that now, okay. but that's okay yeah, because that's my goal was 55. So I've still met my goal. Wow. Right? And I've still exceeded my goal. Yeah. Uh, And I expected that because it was a shock to me that I was able to get to 75. Mm -hmm. And I was expecting a bit of rebound, which happened. So I'm okay with that. That is part of life. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, so through that, um, you know, 55 pounds and then 75 pounds, can you talk about maybe um, throughout your adult life and what brought you from you know, your 20s until day one of Evolve. Like, what are things that, that going on in your health through there? I stopped becoming that active person. So when I became employed and started working, I became a bit of a workaholic. And I'm in the reserves. I'm a cadet instructor, so I've been doing that for 29 years. So you combine those hours, work hours, volunteer hours, and all these different things. I had less time for recreation, and I had less time for meal prep and things like that. I say that. There's always time for that. But I became very lazy, and I started um, fast-fooding it a lot, as well as prepaid or pre-made meals, uh, which are we know are not great for us. So I just started cheating that way, and it just went from there. Yeah. And were there periods from, you know, I guess you joined us when you were 54 years old, so from, you know, your 30s to that where you tried some things to take control of that? or I did Weight Watchers at one point, but it wasn't a very supportive group for me because they didn't see me as overweight at the time. I did. Okay. I, I only had 10 or 12 pounds I wanted to lose. Yeah. So in some ways, some of the participants, not Weight Watchers themselves, but some of the participants were not supportive. So I, I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So I watched that, right? So if you're not getting support, why are you going to participate? Yeah. So do you remember, I mean, you were probably getting Facebook ads to the challenge or you knew somebody that had done one before. Do you remember the feeling or the day where you said, this is the time that I'm going to 
it, take control and do something? It was the last day you could sign up for the challenge because I debated uh, probably about two weeks. Do I really want to do this? Oh, I don't know if I can do it. And I didn't really, I didn't even discuss it with anyone else. This was a conversation going on with just me. And finally on that last day, I said, why not? I'm going to do it. And I did. Yeah. And it was a pretty big financial investment. It was, yeah. 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 But I'm worth it is what I came down to. So I'm going to invest in myself. And I can be a bit competitive. So I did want to focus on that. Right. And do you remember that conversation you're having in your head, like the the hesitation to join or the reasons why not and then how I, to I was unemployed that. at the time so that made it even more of a financial investment and right. so and I and, and in the end it was definitely worth it um, and and I did enjoy it but it was I, I needed to focus on something and since I invested money in this then I had to make sure I focused on it yeah I love it <laughs> and so that was January of 2020 you had pretty immediate success. I did. Um, you won the challenge. I did win the challenge. You won the challenge. I think it was 18 pounds. It was over 18 pounds. Yeah. yeah. In mm-hmm. six weeks. In six weeks. Yeah. And do you remember the? You know, we would have done goal setting together and things like that. Do you remember the initial changes that you made that led to the success? I. Because we're talking. This is you know this is a 75 pound weight loss. So you're right. pretty close to beginner at this point. Right. And I wanted to really focus on uh, everything that you touched on when you met with the group of people and said, here are the things and here's what you can focus on, calories in, calories out. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Why can it be so simple? And it is. And, you know, what my struggle is now is the calories out because I'm not exercising as much. Mm -hmm. And the calories in, I'm really good at that, unfortunately. Um, That's why the weight's going up a little bit. But the changes I made is I stopped the fast food. I stopped the processed foods. I was eating whole, fresh foods. And I was doing meal prep in advance. And I was adding exercise to my day. And breakfast, every meal uh, was a focus, and I made myself focus on those breakfasts, most important meal of the day, and it it just went on from there. Awesome. It really is simple. Yeah, simple but not easy is what I like to say. Right, it Um, is. Because there's a lot of things that we need to overcome to get there, and you managed to do that. Um, So all of those things, you know, we did the goal setting, um, what were the obstacles to doing those things? Like, what what were the things that were holding you back from from getting there? Um, it's funny. I was talking to some of my friends, and and I was explaining what I was doing to other people who were new to Evolve. And and one of my friends spoke up and said, "But you were really dedicated in what you did, and you were really focused." And that's really what it took. And the dedication of not cheating and stepping outside. I still eat treats and things. I still keep those on my list because it is that weekly calorie goal, but uh, it's, um, you know, the different steps that I took, things that I missed, things that are in the way. I love gin and tonic, you know, and and I stopped. Actually, during the challenge, I had nothing like that for the six weeks, and that really wasn't tough for me to do because I don't necessarily have a lot of bad habits. I have habits that are not good. Um, and I just focused on making sure those were part of the treat and, you know, have that less frequently, but, and then it becomes more enjoyable. 
Yeah, and you joined our Evolve Fitness Forever program. I did. This is our small group program. And how many days a week were you were you consistently doing? Trying that, to say? do that three days a week, and then on the days in between, I was doing like long walks, like fast walking, and different things like that. And then, of course, as the summer came along, I dug out my bicycle, which I hadn't been on in years. A lot of people are saying that, and so that was a bit of a struggle to go on that, and so that was part of that calories out piece that I wasn't doing as much now that I really need to get back to. Yeah, and that, um, previous to the challenge, was there much exercise happening? No, because, you know, I, again, with that workaholic routine, when I had nothing going on, I did nothing. Right. I was the ultimate cult coach potato. Yeah, and that's, I mean, normal. I think a lot of people could relate to that. With They have so many things going on, it's hard to carve out that time to go and be physically active when right. you're, you, you've mm-hmm. been engaged with your brain all day, right? Right. Yeah. So three times a week, lifting weights and lots of walks and biking. So that seems like something a lot of people could probably get on board with if they're able to carve out the time. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, that they think that they need... To exercise a lot and then you go to the gym every single day and spend an hour no. or two hours doing it. No, you don't have to. I miss being at the gym. I'm now doing it virtually and I miss the in-person aspect to it. But I do the live workouts, which are still great because they say your name when you're working out. You're like, hey, Penny, here. So that's great. You hear your name when you're like, okay, I've got to do it. And uh, I don't turn my camera on, though. That's okay. <laughs> hey, that's how it is. Um, so, yeah, so we did the challenge. We're 18 point something pounds down. The challenge ended. And oftentimes uh, this is where people go awry is that they no longer have that specific accountability they have a program that had a beginning and an end and it comes to an end you know you run the marathon you stop running things like that how are you able to stay motivated and continue that well the incentive was there because I won the challenge and I was successful at what I was doing so I wanted to continue it and being at the gym during the challenge was great and I had met a lot of people that were great and I just wanted to continue participating in that as long as I could yeah so was it as, and I, I, I think that you found it pretty easy, uh, you know, in the conversations that we've had, was it as easy without the challenge or were there things that you had to put in place to oh, stay on track? Oh, it was still a challenge because my goal was 55 pounds. So the challenge was just a fun thing to do. Yeah. I won, so that's great. Um, so I just carried on with that momentum. Okay. And from, from, from zero pounds lost to 75 pounds lost, what what kind of changed? Like, what were the habits that you added or maybe the things that you had to get rid of um, to make sure that you would have continued success? I kept off the junk food. And well, and I say the fast food is the junk food. And the, the prepaid or pre-made meals, I stopped doing those. I um, still dip into the chocolate once in a while. But, again, it's meal prep that's important. The big salads that fill you up and satisfy a little bit of that hunger, focusing on protein, all of those things that are part of, of good eating, I, I continue to maintain those and, and some of the exercise. So that's where I'm slipping now is the meal prep and the exercise, uh, and I'm recognizing that change of the weight gain as part of that. Yeah. So there's going to be people listening here that are are pretty beginner um, with nutrition and sleep and stress habits and things like that. So coming from your personal experience, what tips would you give people to help them get on board with the meal prep and get on board with some nutrition habits or some sleep habits or things like that? 
the, the meal prep was, I made it fun because what I started doing was cooking with foods I had never cooked with before or cooking, I found new recipes for different things. Ratatouille is now one of the things I like to do. I bake my vegetables, a big tray of vegetables, so that lasts several days. Um, I'm cooking sous vide, which I had never done before, and I really enjoy it. So meal prep, like sous vide, is 18 hours of cooking, so you just put it in the pot, walk away. So you're, you're done, you're not doing a lot. And, and the meal prep for some of it is labor intensive, like getting the vegetables ready for baking and things like that, or the ratatouille. But again, the reward in the end is some new different flavors of things. And I'm cooking with leek and fennel and eggplant and things like that that I had never thought I would cook with before. And where do you find all of these recipes and ideas? I just went online, and, and of course, there's weekly recipes that come from Evolve that I was trying some of those, and then that led to other recipes and different things. So it was just a, an experiment. Even treats, there's some treats online that you can find that, you know, two bananas and two cups of wheat um, uh, oat flour is cookies. Just those two ingredients can make some great cookies. Yeah. Very simple. So what would you say is the easiest healthy recipe that, that's been a go-to for you, for people that struggle with their own with cooking? Um, I make a lot of uh, soups, and so fresh vegetables or even frozen vegetables and some chicken in a pot with lots of flavor and a little bit of spice to it. And so you've got your protein and your vegetables in one pot. Yeah. So. That's great advice because, you know, I like to eat similar things, and I'm okay eating the same thing, but... Uh, you know, if somebody likes flavor and different things, it can be a struggle because they love to cook and they love to have all the things. But figuring out how to make that healthy is, is really important and planning and preparation right. in advance. Because I grew up, growing up, food for me was a meat and potatoes kind of meal. We weren't salad people. Um, my mother did pies, no cookies and things like that. So it was just very basic, regular food, but not a lot of those other healthy focuses like the salads and things like that. So this has been a very different lifestyle choice, and I'm glad I made it. And the food tastes delicious. And the food is wonderful. Yeah. So the, the food side of things, any specific principles? I know you talked about the big-ass salads. Like if you were to, to give advice uh, for somebody who's, who's new or is maybe intermediate about like a big-ass salad and how that has contributed to your success. I love spinach, so the big-ass salad is typically, for me, a spinach salad. And a spinach salad can be with other fruits. It can be with other vegetables and different, so I can mix it up. So sometimes it might be shredded carrot and some tomato. Sometimes it might be strawberries and blueberries and, and, and so just a little bit of dressing. Um, I had a job recently where people were making fun of my lunch bag that I brought with me because I had a big-ass salad in this <laughs> lunch bag, plus my snacks. It was a 12-hour Day, so I had two meals. I had my lunch and my dinner. And so I had the big-ass salad. I had my dinner. I had my lunch. I had my snacks in this very large thermal bag. But, you know, the results are obvious. Yeah, right? they are very <laughs> obvious. Uh, you're crushing it. And uh, can you explain what a big-ass salad is and the purpose? Do you remember... Well, again, it's, it's, it's something that has a lot of greatness to it and fills you up and your, 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 you know, your hunger, protein is the obvious one for satisfying your hunger, but the big ass salad is going to fill your belly and it's, it's going to be great. So I tend to eat the big ass salad. It, if you can eat two a day, great. I tend to eat mine at lunch with a little bit of protein and then have made a bigger meal in the evening or I reverse that. 
so that I'm eating less in the evening. And, and uh, but it's it's um, a lot of nutrients in there that are just going to to fill you up. And my my salad is really quite large. And do you have a go-to dressing or, or uh, uh, sauce I, or anything like I, that? I have a vinaigrette. I have a raspberry vinaigrette that I like. Awesome. And along the way, how did you, you know, how would you recommend somebody makes time or, or finds the time in a busy life to, to meal prep and to exercise and all of those things? Uh, at the time when I first started this, Tuesday was one of my days off. I was was doing six days a week for a while, so Tuesday was my off day. So morning was groceries, the afternoon was food prep, and then you're not cheating through the week because you've made your meals, you have things to go to, you have your snacks ready, and it's worth it to take an hour to two hours. It doesn't have to take a long time to do that meal prep, especially if I'm cooking something like the roast on sous vide. That's going to last me several meals. So that helps with the, the food prep is to have other things like that that you can add to what you're eating. Awesome. And what's the big why? Like why did you want to lose weight and, and improve your health? I was definitely out of shape. I was a shape. I was round, right? So I, I definitely was very unfit. And I tell the story. It's the same story. I was carrying my laundry up from the, the laundry room, which is in the basement, and I was going up two flights of stairs. By the second flight of stairs, I was putting the basket on each step one by one, getting up the stairs. And I thought, this is absolutely ridiculous. When did this happen? And uh, I needed to do something about it. And it was then that I had put my name in to do the challenge. Awesome. And you can do the laundry pretty easily And now. I can do the laundry very easily. I used to avoid going upstairs. It's like, oh, I forgot that book. Oh, I'll get it later. Because I didn't want to go back up those stairs until I absolutely had to. But now I'm like, oh, I've got the book, and I go back upstairs. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's amazing, and that's a real-life story, and that's what, you know, we want to focus on. Weight loss is great, but living a healthy lifestyle is the most important thing and, and being able to do all of the things that you love. So as far as what we would call non-scale victories and how your life has changed, like what's different for life now? Um, what's different? I had to buy all new clothes, darn, <laughs> yeah. um, which was great because I was getting to a size of clothing where I was about to go up to the next size of clothes, and that was horrible. And, you know, now I'm, I'm actually wearing clothes that I haven't worn for probably 30 years in terms of size. And it's not just the scale that makes a difference. Sure, I lost the 75 pounds. But my physical size, because I'm working out and um, doing exercising, has made a big difference in my physical size. So I'm probably a size that I was 30 years ago. The 55 pounds was a weight that I weighed in uh, 2000. And I'm beyond that now. And even in the size, I'm you know more than 30 years maybe in terms of my physical size. Crazy. Any other non-scale benefits? Like, are you doing more things, saying I, yes to more things? I'm, I'm, I'm more active. I'm more likely to say yes to something while I'm doing the, the ride. Yeah. So that's very different. I never would have done that. So I did it last year, and I'm doing it again this year. I did 25K last year. I signed up for 25K this year, but I think I'm going to slip into the 50K. Nice. Because I'm now up to 35 kilometers on the bike. Oh, so cool. I'm, I'm training. So. Wow. 
so I, I think uh, I put a challenge out to some of my Facebook peeps to donate. If I get to a thousand bucks by the end of August, then yeah, I'll switch it to to fifteen. Oh, sweet. I have to do 100 because I put that out there and met my goal, and I haven't been on a bike yet. <laughs> okay, so you obviously, we talked about this at the very start. There was a two-week back and forth where you were having that conversation in your head, probably some nerves involved. There are people listening that, um, and there are people on various email lists, not necessarily ours, because this, you know, this is a show that is going to involve evolved success stories but also lots of success stories because there's many out there um people are terrified and they're anxious and they're nervous about um stepping out of their comfort zone joining a new program uh, and it is a very it's a very scary thing so what would your advice be to that person who's thinking about joining evolve or another gym if they live in another city um to help them to, to overcome that fear you never have an answer to the question unless you ask it so you never know until you try it um, use that energy. I tell this to my cadets because when they're going to do public speaking, they're a bag of nerves and they don't want to do it. And I'm like, use that energy. Turn that energy around and make yourself, not make yourself, but use and engage that energy to present yourself as that positive, energetic person. And you will find that it helps you get to where you want to be. You may not get there right away. It is going to take time. It is going to take focus and dedication and consistency and persistence and follow, follow through, always follow through. Um, yeah, I'm not a gym person, so I that was one of my hesitancies that uh, I don't want to go to a gym. They're all fit. And I thought after a while that that's actually ridiculous because at some point somebody was like me who showed up at the gym, who didn't have tights and a tank top and didn't look fit. And I thought, okay, I'm going to be that person. And it, it's been great since day one because everybody joins you on your journey and helps you to get there. Nobody's looking at you in a funny way. Everybody's there to help you get to where you need to be. I still laugh because I remember you telling me you weren't a gym person. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I hate I to break it to you, but you that. are. <laughs> I'm a little addicted now, yes. So, um, yeah, I had never belonged to a gym before, so that was a very nerve-wracking decision to make. And when I came in and did the orientation, and it was a full boot camp style orientation, I'm like, absolutely not. I am not going to be doing this especially doing the low squat and, and doing that stretch. And I'm like, yeah, I have really bad knees, and I had to, like, fold myself out of that position and sort of get up off the floor very undelicately. Um, but, you know, I still came back. I almost didn't. I almost did not. But then when I came into the, the Forever Fit class, entirely different atmosphere altogether and a really great group of people, um, and all the trainers I've interacted with have been fantastic, too. So everybody's there to help you get to where you need to be. And if only I had known that up front. And, I mean, I, I knew that would happen. But, you know, I, I did try to join a gym once, and it was an absolutely horrible experience. It was a no-pain, no-gain kind of attitude. And I asked for my money back the next day. Yeah. Because I kept saying to them up front, I'm not a gym person, I've never been to a gym before, and it was the most horrible experience I'd ever had. And so I, that was another hesitancy to coming here, but then I've not regretted the decision. 
Well, I appreciate that. And it's, you know, that is one of the biggest hesitancies is that people have been burned in the past and they've had a bad experience and it makes every experience there on uh, further harder to do. And they might have been burned multiple times. So I'm glad that you gave us the chance. You touched on one kind of thing that I want to talk about, and that's I think accountability is a major piece. Um, So how did you find that throughout all of this? Like what were the key pieces to stay accountable to your goals? Again, it's it's the focus and the dedication because if I put my mind to something that I really want to achieve, then I, I can get there. Uh, I set myself a goal of 18 to 24 months to lose the 55 pounds. Who knew it would happen in 11 months? <laughs> and, and it would be 75 pounds. And it was... Um, I, you know, I could weigh myself every day if I wanted to, to focus on that. Um, The clothing certainly fit different, but the accountability was more, how am I feeling? How am I doing? And am I getting there? And yes, I was. And it was feeling great to be achieving something. And yeah, right now I'm gaining some weight. I've gained some of that 75 back and, and, you know, that's okay because the clothes are still fitting great, I'm still feeling great, I'm still energetic and I have that energy. So the, the accountability is I'm still feeling great, so I'm still going to keep doing it. And it's still interesting, I'm still finding new recipes. Um, I, you know, Turkey and pumpkin stew is something that I've started to like because it's a combination of ingredients I never would have put together. And it's, it's really great. So I'm still finding those new recipes, and I'm getting back into my meal prep. That's where I've been slipping, and I need to get back on that, that track. But it's, it's okay because I'm, I'm still doing well. Yeah, and, and I'm glad that you bring that up because you can pretty much throw the scale out the window if you're lifting weights and you're living an active lifestyle and eating lots of great recipes and whole foods and things like that because that's what's going to make you strong and give you the energy and make you really healthy, right? But often people, they want that instant success on the scale and they give up before they're able to get all of those benefits of the regular exercise and consistency with the habits. Yeah, so it's not the scale. It's like I could have panicked. I did initially when I started gaining the weight back. It's like, oh my goodness, what am I doing wrong? And I just started beating myself up. Then I realized... That's not smart. That's that's silly because I'm still feeling great. I'm still fit. I'm still fitting into those same clothes, um, and you know that's what's important. Not not the scale. I can still walk up the stairs without issue, and and you know still do things. I'm doing yard work that I probably wouldn't have done for whenever, forever, um, and doing a lot of things like that. So yeah. Awesome. Anything else you'd like to share? You know, it's been a fantastic ride, and I'm going to stay with it um, because I'm a better person for it. Yeah, and I mean, you took up a gym at 54 years old for the first time, so that's pretty incredible. Well, I'm not done yet. No, no, exactly. <laughs> now we just do it forever until we die. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. It's It's been a great ride, and... Uh, I, you know, I've met some really great people along the way who are on that same journey. So, you know, we're, we're, we're stumbling through it together, and it's great. Yeah, and we'll just keep going. We will. Awesome. Thanks very much, Penny. Thanks. Appreciate it, and thanks, everybody, listening at home.